It's Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. Hey, Chad. Hi, Cameron. Uh, How are you? Oh, my toe hurts. What'd you do to your toe? Um, the toe- Is it still the same problem? The toe doctor cut a lot of toenail off, and it's like... I, I don't know if she put in like less medicine than normal, or took more toe out than normal, but it's like sore. If, hasn't this been like an ongoing issue? Yeah, for almost as long as we've been doing this show. So you're Toe Jam and I'm Earl. Yeah. Um, like I just, the hit Sega game, Toe Jam and Earl. I need some medicine. Are you drinking? No. I heard I heard a, a, a pop top. No. Is it beer? No. It's vodka. Oh. What? You, you out of a can? Yeah. They make canned vodka? Yeah, it's all it's it's a it's fun. Why not? That sounds horrible. Is it flavored? Yeah. So so what is it? What what the fuck are you drinking? I'm, I'm um, concerned for your health. Smirnoff ice. Cherry oh, and lime. Oh, it's smash. one of those things. Okay. That's f- okay. I'm drinking a, a sparkling ice strawberry lemonade. It has Ooh. no liquor in it. Oh, that's delightful. I had a very nice uh there's an Arizona tea where it's uh, it's a light tea with strawberry and lemonade. That sounds and good. And the, the picture is like a cute pink bear, but I can't remember what it's exactly called. Do you, do you drink tea? We've talked about tea, right? Yeah, I love tea. I need I need to step up my tea game because I'm kind of sick of the Keurig shit I'm getting. And someone's like, you know, you could just use the Keurig to heat up the water and then not put a pot in and then put a tea bag in. Yeah. I was like, oh, I could do that. That's that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. I should stop buying shitty tea. Do that. Why? Oh, man, that's awful. Yeah, the stuff I've been getting is not great. It's fine if I put a bunch of coffee creamer in it, but that's because there's a shitload of sugar in the coffee creamer. Um, Best tea in town. Oh, that's a good thing to Google. That's not. Best tea um, in town. That's not. I'm getting a t-shirt shop. Let me try tea bag. Mail on mail. Why did I get a, a my first thing's for TripAdvisor? The fuck is this? It's in Greece. That's uh, apparently that's a. I am so confused. I got a user review for a tea shop in Greece when I typed in best tea in town in Google, and Google has to know where I live because it's Google. They know everything. It's clearly not. Wow. Oh. <laughs> So I'm I'm having I'm struggling to recall the brand name of the tea I like. So I might have to get back to you on that. Oh, I we we talk more than once a week, so I'm sure that's the perfectly acceptable solution. My brother gave me the best tea set. Like he gave me a sifter, but also this box that I can keep different teas in. Oh yeah. And my favorite my favorite tea store closed. So I have to buy stuff online now. Sure. Um. Actually, you know what? Let's look up uh, coffee bean and tea leaf. dot com. I don't even know what I want out of tea, other than just like I drink too much coffee. I should have something else once in a while. Like, it's nice to have a cup of tea before bed on like Sunday. So I don't want a lot of caffeine in it. And it's just like I want something warm and that'll make me feel comfortable. You know. Oh, so you can just buy tea off of their website. You don't have to actually go to the store. 
Um, this is good then. Very good. Do you like berry stuff or do you like oolong? I don't know what oolong is, but I understand berries, so I'll, let's let's try that. Well, what do you like? Do you do you prefer something a little more bitter or calming? Calming. Let's find a nice long for you. Um, is that like the uh, the the dragon from Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, it's a black tea. Oh, you know what? You, you I can think also his name do? is oolong, isn't it? Uh, you might like chai tea with honey in it. Yeah, see that I get the black chai tea from Keurig is the stuff I've been drinking. If you had like real but chai very... tea with real honey, yeah, it needs it needs something to cut it. it. It's not like the most pleasant. Okay, here's a lemon chamomile. I like lemon. Um, this would probably be good for like the afternoon. It's opening. It's funny. I remember having the Theraflute tea medicine before we heat it up in the microwave and then it's like it'll cure your cold and it tastes like lemon tea and that stuff tasted really good to me i actually yeah. really liked that I, so it's like if i could find a non-medicine version yeah, of that just plain lemon tea but with that flavor so what, what's all in this is it these tea bags in here uh those are tea bags yes okay 20 tea bags for only 8.99 that's not bad no they're they're relatively reasonable and honestly the the flavor is so good they have a they have like a Christmas time one that is a uh, it has like orange in it. Huh. I don't see it listed here. It might be like a limited run thing or maybe it is I'm seasonal. Blueberry. Ooh, that sounds fucking delicious. Um I might have I'm not the I got to check my car. I got to pay my credit card yet today. I was so busy today. Dude, never buy a house. Nah, I didn't plan on it. I right, I spent like seven hours in that fucker today painting. I had the day off because I was, went to a concert last night. And I woke up hungover and I was like, I'm gonna plan ahead. I'm gonna take the day off, and then I'm gonna go paint while I'm hungover. And I need to find a, a more efficient way to do the edging around the ceiling because I was using a really tiny brush so I didn't get paint on the ceiling. But it took me like three hours to do the perimeter of a room. I was like, this is horrible. I want to kill myself. Yeah, it sounds like buying a house. All right. Yeah. I need to stop going on the roof at work because every time I'm up there looking at air handlers and, and doing whatever, I just can't go like, I should just jump off. And if I go head first, I don't have to worry about anything that happens after. And then if I'm next to someone, I'm just like, I could take them with me. It's been a dark month. Well, it is October. <laughs> Dude, I was hungover this morning. It's been a bit since I've been hungover. It sucks. Pooped like four fucking times in an hour and a half. Ooh. That's no good. I mean, that's not like a great story. It's just a thing that I wanted to rant about real quick. I'm glad that all our listeners know about it. Ooh, you sent me one more tea flavor. What? So what is oolong tea? I actually don't know what that means. I think it's just a... It's a it's a specific tea. Oh. I'm trying to remember now. Oolong's either black or it's green, but it's like you pick it at a different time, so it has a slightly different flavor. Okay. One of the other teas I tried from Keurig was just like their normal green tea. It tasted so bad I brought it to work to let people you have for free, and it's still there. Like, there's like maybe three missing cups. No one's gone back for a second cup of it. Yeah, that's how you. That's Keurig, how you know your product is bad. <laughs> Keurig shouldn't bother with the teas. They they aren't good. Oh, I don't like their coffee because they they use all the plastic in the cups. Whereas if I get like Cameroons, they're they're biodegradable. Yeah, I don't understand why Keurig's, like, more popular. It's like, what if you could make your tea not only more expensive, 
but also uh, hurt like with all the waste. Yeah, let's just add to it. Their their coffee's more expensive, and I don't think it tastes any better than any of the other brands. And it's just like, oh, why why buy theirs? I like their I like their curry the, the the thing itself like it's a great piece of tech I use it all the time, but I don't I don't buy curing cups anymore. Yeah. Also, what the fuck is up with Starbucks coffee? I don't think that's very good either. No, it's not. Very bitter. Um, I like uh, Dunkin' Donuts coffee is okay. I like McDonald's coffee. Dunkin' Donuts is awesome fucking coffee. But I really love AMPM's coffee. Never had that. Actually, seven. 7-Eleven's pretty good too, but AMPM. Um, recently, I had a, a pina colada um, a cappuccino. Pina colada cappuccino. That sounds like a weird mix. Yeah, it's a weird mix. I was like, I did a double take. Like, is, what is this even supposed to be? But I was so curious. I tried it. It's my favorite. It was the best yeah. coffee. Um, nice. It has like a little too much caffeine in it. So, <laughs> like, I. I had a medium cup, and I was, like, jittery the rest of the day, so it's like I had to take a couple days off of caffeine, and I'll have a small next time, but I do want to have it again. I have a full... That reminds me, I was tired the other day. I got to work. It was, like, 8 o'clock. I was, like, really sluggish, and I was meeting with my my boss for for something or other, and I didn't want to be there. It was one of those, like, God, I have other things I should do. You're telling me things I'm probably going to forget. Just don't care. And she's like, you need to wake up, Chad. And I was like, I know. And so she ended up going to get herself coffee. She won't be back on espresso. And I've never had espresso before, and it was black. Cause she's, oh, you drink your coffee black. I probably like espresso black. And I was like, hey, that was really a nice gesture. I appreciate. It. I'm gonna drink this. That I was not prepared for the taste of that. And I eventually, I had to add <laughs> coffee creamer, which didn't help it much. So I cut it with regular coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like half a cup of espresso, just half a cup of regular coffee. That would bring it down a bit. I was, uh, I was very awake after that. It definitely worked. But I probably won't do it again. Yeah. Um, I think I had an espresso once. And it was like... I I didn't realize it was more caffeine. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and so it was like... It was the afternoon or something. And I remember I had it. And it was nice at the time. But it was like time stopped moving. <laughs> like that Futurama episode? Sort of. It was this. There was a weird thing where it was like 9 o'clock at night and it was exactly as awake as I was at 1 in the afternoon. Oh, wow. And I'm just sort of like, I was typing on the computer. I was playing Warcraft or something and I realized, oh, it's dark out. And I realized, oh, it's 9 o'clock. And it's like, normally this is when I'm winding down. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I could just keep going through the night. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I remember like at midnight lying in bed staring like straight up at the ceiling while I could like feel my heart beating. And it's like, well, I guess I won't have that again. Yeah, probably for the best. That's one of those things, though. If I like, it'll be like eight o'clock, and I was like, if I have a glass of tea now, and it's just there's something really nice about it, and like, it kind of helps wind me down. But I want to find stuff that actually tastes good, because I think it'll do a better job of it. One more thing about the concert last night. I usually save concert talk for for the comics podcast, but I, I ran into my boss there, my new one. She's only been my boss for like two weeks, and. I was working on getting decently drunk because I'm at a rock concert, and she was already decently drunk. She was at a rock concert, and it was really fun hanging out with her, but also just like that, you know, there, you have like a dynamic with these people that work, right? So you see them outside of work, and it, it just, it's like, oh, you're a real person outside of this, you know, yeah. place. Isn't that weird? Because, like, 
I don't want to say we really danced together, like, because it wasn't, but we, we, like, you know, next to each other, kind of moving with the music and stuff, and I was just like, I, for one thing, no one else I know in my department would do this, so this is cool. Then at one point, we, we just started screaming the word fuck at each other, because we thought it was funny. (laughs) 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 People are looking at us like we're fucking weird. I don't know, it was a good time, but it was, I was like, I'm kind of curious, like, how she's gonna be tomorrow, you know, when I actually see her again, and also I'm gonna ask her if she was hungover, because I bet she was. Yeah, it's always weird when you, you meet someone from work in a different environment, whether a different person. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have, a, at my old job, we would go out for, uh, for, like, drinks and social stuff after work a lot. And it's weird how, like, the boss that was driving me crazy, like, the one that was, like, stressing me out all the time, um, she can totally turn it off. She can leave work at oh, work. Oh, really? And she's the most fun, like, terrific person to hang out with. And it was, like, frustrating that you can't be this nice person at work. You have to be, like, obnoxiously mean. <laughs> oh, wow. It was, like, like literally stressing me out enough that I'm waking up at night and I, like, I, like I'm physically dying out of the stress from this job, but then right. as soon as you hit that punch card, it, uh, relaxed, we have fun. <clears throat> I kind of, I try to be that person. Like I respect that kind of person. Anyways, I can just like really compartmentalize their life like that. We're like, this is how I am at work. This is how I'm here. I, I, you know what? I can just turn it off, but I can be around the same people and just. I, I feel like because it, it it means you. You're not, like, carrying the drama with you. Oh, yeah. Which is nice, because, I don't know, like, if, if someone slights me, I remember it. And it's not one of my better qualities. But, I, you know, I remember the, the, the things that pissed me off and the, 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 the bad things that happened. And I'm just like, I, 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 you forgive but never forget. And that's probably not super healthy. Man, yeah, maybe. But, you know, the, the, you, you gotta be able to turn that off. I know the, the other example of this like, is like when you're in high school and you'd see a teacher outside of school and you're just like, oh, what the fuck? I thought you lived there. That never happened too much to me, though. No, but that's a really good example. I I had a weird one where I saw my next door neighbor at the grocery store. And my first thought was, oh, you do leave your house. <laughs> because it's like every time I step out of my house, they're sitting over there on the front porch. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? It's like they're just always there. And so it's just strange yeah. where it's like, oh, your legs work. I don't like running into people at work at, like, the grocery store because I'm always afraid I'm going to, like, run into them more than once because we're doing, like, the same frickin' laps around looking for the same shit or whatever. And it's, like, the first time you're just like, oh, hi, you guys, you shop here. Oh, there's only, like, the two festival foods. Where else are you going to shop? Uh, but then it's just like, okay, I don't... This is getting weird now. I don't want to think about you on Sunday. I, I saw somebody um, at, at the gas station. But what makes this less weird is that this is the gas station that's like a block away from work, and this is after we all clocked out from work. So it's like so you both went to the yeah, and it's like it's it's also how you get to the freeway. Like statistically, the chances of us getting gas after work before we hit the road is actually kind of high. Yeah, and so it was really funny because he was he was blown away. It's like Cameron, you're here too. <laughs> I'm like yeah, he's like I just saw you at work. <laughs> I had a funny thing the other day. I had to go to Menards after work to get something, and one of my coworkers had to go to Menards to get something. He left a few minutes earlier than I did, and so I parked right behind him because uh, I recognized his truck. 
And then I left. And we didn't, I didn't ever saw him in the store, and I left. And I, he, he brought it up the next day. He's like, oh, I saw you leave uh, you, I saw you leave uh, the Menards as I was pulling in. And I was like, what do you mean, as you were pulling in? I parked right behind you. He's like, no, that wasn't my truck. And I was like, how many motherfuckers have the same red-ass Chevrolet, you know, Chevy Silverado truck? Mm-hmm. Because evidently, it's like half the goddamn trucks in Wisconsin. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I legitimately, there's like two of them there. And I was like, no, this one's his. I'm going to park right behind him, and it's going to be funny because he's going to recognize my car. And it <laughs> that's a horrible story. Like only I find that amusing. Why would I tell that? Jesus fucking Christ. Well before Hi, b- before we move on, we did get an email this week. Hmm. Um Richard wrote in. Hi Richard. Richard says, I have a question for opinions. Is Chad going to bang his boss's wife? LOL. No. And then he sent a picture of uh, he imagines uh your boss's wife to look like. So I want you to look at this picture before you answer the question. I'm excited. No. <laughs> but it's Mrs. I'm Incredible. I'm upset that this is a thing. It's Mrs. Incredible in a schoolgirl outfit. Someone made this, yeah. and that person deserves bad things to happen to them. Yeah. No, I'm not going to bang my boss's wife. Well, Richard, you got your answer. We did have a fun conversation on writing and, and, and all kinds of other stuff, mostly the hard parts of it. It was it was an enjoyable couple hours. That's good. Actually, the p- part of that day that sucked is that did I tell you this the the, the family that rents the garage at right next to me. No. They they had a big moving truck in. They blocked every car in our parking lot or in our driveway. And I was like, I went outside. I was like, hey, I, in 15 minutes, I gotta I gotta leave. I gotta go to a thing. And the lady got super pissed at me that like she's you know inconveniencing me and this is this is my fault and she's mad at me she's like you know i hope you know i I rent this place too and you're just gonna have to wait and i was like what she's like you're rude i was like really (laughs) i'm the rude one right now she's like yeah we're here all the time you never come out and say hi you you look at us when you walk by but you don't say hi i was like i don't know how to respond to this you were fucking insane but then the person driving the truck kind of like waved at me like yeah i'll be out of here in 10 minutes i was like all right well we're good. <laughs> That's good. But it was it was really really bizarre, and I'm I don't know. My life is weird. Ha ha. Yep. That's that story. What do we want to do now? I don't know. I had so, I had a fun idea for a show, but we couldn't get the the pieces together to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> I still have one of these writing prompts thing open. I can just like. Well, I got click one. I got this really dumb one. Uh, so I like the idea of writing a writing prompt. Blah, why can't I speak? I like the idea of a writing prompt. I like um, sometimes you come to me with like challenges and vice versa, and we end up coming up with something that's engaging because it's like the the difficulty of whatever the challenge is forces a new idea out of it. Sure. Um, so I'm looking for prompts online. These generators are awful. You need like an actual thought for this to work. This one here, it's like, click here to generate a compelling plot. So I clicked here and it says, an assassin is arrested for a conspiracy. That doesn't sound very compelling. That also, that sounds so like vague. Like I don't, that doesn't give me anything to work with. No, I, I see, I like the... I kind of like the ones that are, like, <laughs> random first lines. I'm sorry. Yeah, see, that one's good. I clicked click here again. An unpopular truck driver is suspected of a theft. 
the plot is extended by a legacy. <laughs> by a legacy? <laughs> this one's... <laughs> I'm sorry. This Okay, this one's a little more funny. A wizard accidentally picks up a bag with a million dollars. The situation is concluded by the outbreak of a war. I kind of like that one because yeah, it's stupid. That's stupid. And I, I just like the idea of of the, the the story concludes with everyone going to war. The wizard's like, "Well, I guess I'm my my story arc is over." Did Did you ever start reading Gun Show? No. He had a great three parter where there's a <laughs> there's a part where uh, this little cyclops man had a gun, and he was like, and and the comic was just angry man has a gun, and it's just this gun guy, and he's like shooting cars. And then the police show up, and he shoots the police cars, and it, like, blows the cars away. And then he says, um, a wizard made this shotgun. And then it says <laughs> earlier, and the, and there's a wizard, and he's like, where's my shotgun? Oh, well, I'll just make more. And then he magically makes a bunch of magic shotguns. And then it's just this great picture of this, like, dumb cross-eyed wizard. And it said, wizards, no sense of right and wrong. I, I really like the idea of combining magic with modern weaponry. And I guess part of that is just like, oh, it's like science fiction, but you're using magic instead of technology no one understands. But just like the idea of a wizard actually making a magic shotguns is a fucking wonderful little bit of thing that I would like. Like, that's a short story. Easy. It might be stupid, but it would be fun to write. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love the idea of enchanting stuff. Like, I like in MMOs where you can, like, you can enchant your sword to give it plus two crit or whatever. But it's like, do they enchant things like their, um, their horseshoes and let the horses run faster? And like, you could get so creative with it. Yeah. Besides just adding like stats to your RPG. Um, like, yeah. I, like, I like the idea, like that's someone's job, right? Is he enchants things? But he also like he's like, I only enchant weapons and shields and horseshoes and maybe shoulder pad armor. And then and then he goes back to his house and like every piece of cutlery is enchanted because. It just makes cutting steak easier. He's, he's like, this is great. I don't, you don't even have to freaking force the knife through. It just kind of cuts through like butter. And it, it's like he could offer that service to everybody else, but doesn't. Because fuck everybody else. Only he's going to have special magic forks. <laughs> but he doesn't warn his neighbor about it, and his neighbor comes over to borrow one and accidentally it cuts their hand off. And they're like, why is this fork so sharp, mom? And then you just, you just go from there. Okay, here's another uh, plot twist generator um the social worker sleeps with the hero is the that's it that's i don't get it let me try another one the personal assistant asks awkward questions (laughs) what are you supposed to do with this (laughs) this is so nothing random first line prompts who would have poisoned the old man's dog like yeah you could start a story with that yeah i suppose some of these are kind of crappy, though. He hadn't seen anything like it in 20 years of teaching. Like, I feel like that's not really a first line. I wouldn't want to start a story with that. My brother said December would never feel the same after the war. <laughs> As she searched, her movements were frantic. Okay, I'm sick of this one. Let's try a different one. Um, Are you in, like, writingexercises.co.uk? No, I'm on writersden.pantomimepony.com co.uk got pony yeah okay I, I clicked on plot generator your main character is a woman in her 50s who is very sensitive the story begins in an art gallery a baby is born in mysterious circumstances it's a story about rivalry your character has some tough lessons to learn 
Like, the first two of those make sense. You gotta get a lady and you got a setting. Where does the baby come from? That doesn't make any sense. And how, how mysterious are we talking? Like, like her sister has a baby and they don't know who the father is? Or, like, it's a, it, her painting comes to life? Like how the painting comes to life would be interesting. How fantastical are we going to take it? Um, if a painting came to life and the baby in it, and it just like appeared, and it's like, ah, oh, you have a baby now, I would leave it there. I'd be like, no, someone else has a baby now. This baby is not mine. You get some uh, paint thinner and just sort of like, no, we'll just take care of this. <laughs> oh god, what if it actually like it kept like its painty property? So yeah, you could you could just get rid of it with paint thinner. That feels like something out of, like, Chalk Zone. I'm sorry, here's a stupid one. Uncle Jock said, You're so funny when Mother revealed her true identity. Oh, wow, that one's... I don't like that one at all. Because the the, the, the the follow-up is like, Oh, something really serious just happened, and the uncle's not taking it seriously. I don't know what you do with that. Like, These I kinda are so like awful. It. Yeah. Your main character is a man in his late 20s. I'm sorry. He's very charming. This Th- one, that's how the last one started. This one here. My sister said, I can't tell you what happened when I died. <laughs> My friend Grand- said, have you seen Grandma lately when Johnny broke his par- his parole? Here we go. Random scenarios. Create a what-if scenario to write about. You're a high-ranking pol- politician and your teenage daughter has joined a revolutionary group. What do you do about it? Uh... Send it to a young adult publishing house, but write it from the, the perspective of the teenage daughter, because that will sell better. You wake it in the night and turn on the lights, but it's not working. What are the possible reasons for this? The fucking bulbs out. Like, that's stupid. Like, I, I get, like, oh, you could make that... Like, you could do stuff with that, but it's so... Who wrote these and put these in? I wish they were more like... Like, you teach AI to do stuff, and so they were really weird. Like, the grammar didn't make any sense, and it was just, like, oh, this man. incoherent nonsense. But there's, like, three <laughs> words that you might be able to make work. My favorite AI book was that Hallmark movie. Um, oh. That Christmas one. Yeah. Where, like, <laughs> the, the, the handsome young businessman came to shut down the Christmas factory, and then the lady was like, you can't. Today's Christmas, and my husband is Bones. And then he said, all of my wives are Bones. <laughs> um i i love the ai stuff um t- talking about story structure and like the fun of these like prompts and things it, it just kind of reminded me last week i went to see um at astrum for a second time i tried okay and so i got there and i was i was gonna check out my ad astrum ticket and then right next to ad astrum but what do i see the princess and the frog at like the exact same showtime. Yeah, and you went to that instead. Yeah, I went to that instead. And you know, I was <laughs> I was looking forward to watching that movie. And I'm sitting in the theater by myself and it's like, "Ah, I like Princess and the Frog." He's, you know, I I'm going to think about Gumbo this whole daggum movie. I'm going to sing all the the songs on the way home. They're going to be stuck in my head for a week. And then they start playing trailers. <clears throat> and they showed the trailer for Frozen 2. Have you seen that yet? I saw a trailer for Frozen 2. I don't know if it's if there's a new one or not, though. Yeah, there's a new one. Uh, but watch it. It's like, you know, it's really pretty. Like, they got these neat effects for the water and just how they render stuff and, like, how, how the hair looks and the, the expressive faces. And there's just uh, there's a lot of neat stuff that goes into these CGI movies. Mm-hmm. 
and then Princess and the Frog starts, and it's, like, two frames in, and there's this, like, hand-painted trolley t- car, like, going down New Orleans Square, and it's like, oh, no, fuck it, I hate CGI movies. I was like, this immediate heel turn when I saw an actual cartoon, I was like, oh, I forgot what good ones look like. That's why I like Frozen. I've been, I've been watching cartoons lately, like, on Boomerang or whatever, when I'm at my parents' place. It's just, like, Flintstones and, and Looney Tunes and stuff, and... It's so they're so fun to watch because you know that every scene was hand done, and it's just it's it's so remarkable some of the stuff that it goes on, and it's like someone had to to draw this like even like the, there's the, the iconic stuff you know like Pepe Le Pew's chasing after the cat, and you know holds her in his arms and he's you know like like they're gonna dance and he's gonna kiss, but then there's like other scenes where he's just like in the corner really small jumping, and it's like both of those scenes had to be drawn like. The, the lead-ups, you know, everything, like, the stuff you don't really think about until you have to, I guess. Like, it was, I don't know, it's just, it's just really, really engaging to watch these, just looking at the perspective of, this had to be drawn by a human being. And a lot of care had to be put into the scenes that, you know, even the ones that didn't matter as much or, or aren't as plot-significant. Do you like uh, Go Animate? I don't know what that is. So Go Anime is this platform where it's basically like it's drag and drop automatic cartoons. Oh, interesting. So it's like everything kind of looks like a family guy person and you can you type in words and it has like text to speech. Um and the characters just stand there really rigid and there's like a weird like walk cycle where they like shuffle to the side and they'll read their line. And um it's the kind of thing that can't replace actual animation, but people have created like series out of it. Like if you go on YouTube and look up Go Animate, there's a guy that does a uh, Kalu fan fiction <laughs> that he's been doing this for years now, <laughs> and like he's he's like modern with it. Like last month he had Kalu um, uh, Naruto run into Area Fifty One, and they saved the aliens. If it's, I type in Go Animate. Is Kalu behaves at Taco Bell? Yeah, so he's the first guy that comes up. Yeah, that's that's definitely it. And it's like I I I think there's a place for this garbage, and you have to admit, okay, this is garbage. But man, three hundred thousand views. Yeah, I really wish that a uh, traditional animation got a little more credit because the the reward is like disproportionate, you know, yeah. per effort. But I get you know the big problem, right? Is this a? It takes so much more effort to do. Oh yeah, I, I love um. You know Harry Partridge, right? Yeah, that sounds familiar. He did Starbarians and Doctor Bees and. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Irving the socially awkward bee, and it's it, he does traditional animation like cell by cell. He puts out like one or two videos a year, and it's like there's no there's no place for this. <laughs> It's like this is purely out of his passion, um, because you you just you can't do this for a job so much. It's, the, um, it's weird. The Vivizi Pop, the Kesha Die Young song. I'm pretty sure that was all animated that way too. Just yeah, that's not tweening or anything. Which is kind of funny because if you watch it enough, you can see when like things kind of get off model. A little bit. I mean. Model is a little hard thing to do too when you look at some of these cartoon stuff. Um, like actually, that's where CGI comes in really handy. Uh, Max Gallardi showed a tip where, like for a Sonic cartoon, he got a 3D model of Sonic, 
an animated like what he wants the character to do and then put that into flash and then drew like line work on a layer over the 3d model so that it would stay on model as his head turned that's a really good idea and it came out perfect and it doesn't look like a rotoscope thing but he was literally just rotoscoping a cartoon character and it's like that's a really clever way to maintain um like that stuff is hard so i like that yeah, I remember watching that video because he was inserting like cartoon Sonic into the Sonic movie. Yeah, and it was it was way better. Yes, <laughs> it's just so much better because he's adding like really goofy Looney Tunes sound effects and stuff too. And the, it's like this is perfect, dude. On the comics podcast last week, you're talking about Sonic and you couldn't remember his catchphrase. Yeah, no, I couldn't remember his catchphrase. Up yours, dude. I'm pretty sure that's not his catchphrase. No, up yours. How do you not remember Sonic's catchphrase? I don't... Does he even have one? Yeah. I thought it was just like, gotta go fast. No. that was Where the, did that come from? That's the theme song. Oh. <laughs> to like the worst cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that was the Sonic Underground theme song. No, man. I, I really think uh, Sonic Underground's pretty bad, but I think that other one is worse. What, Sonic Dash? What is it called? I can't remember it. The one where they oh. recreate the story of the, the Dreamcast games. <laughs> There's a part where they I just... I didn't know that was a thing. They dump the whole plot, they give up, and then they're just like, well, let's just... We're releasing Sonic Adventure 2 on the GameCube. Let's just tell this story so it's a cross-promotional thing. And then that was so successful, they're like, well, let's do Sonic Adventure 1. <laughs> so they tell the story, like, out of sequence. So now, like, chaos is there, but now... Um, and Big the Cat shows up, but also, like, Shadow and everybody else is there, and, like, Rouge the Bat. And it's just, it's so, it's not great. <laughs> I'm look, I, I typed in Sonic Cartoon into YouTube, and there's evidently a fucking lot. Yeah. And then Tamers12345 is actually fairly high on the on the list of this. Oh, he's, he's almost going to release his new movie, where, where they fight the Joker. Oh, really? Yeah, he he released a second trailer for it. There's a there's an animated movie in 1999. Yeah, I was telling I you about it. That. They yeah, they have a great um in that OKKO okay uh, Sonic crossover. They literally do like a couple references to that movie, including oh. the like the climactic ending is like a frame for frame remake, the reshoot cool. of it. Um yeah, you never saw that movie? No. Well, shoot you you said you wanted to do a watch along. Maybe we should do that one. We could we could do that. It's short. Um, I it has one of the most like awkward lines ever because it's about Sonic fighting Robot Sonic, and oh. Robot Sonic does not talk. So there's like a fight sequence where Sonic is doing all of the talking, and there's a part where they're like they clash and they're pushing against each other, and it's just like it's like a Dragon Ball Z fight where they're just like giving off energy by pushing against each other so hard, and oh, it should be dramatic, but instead Sonic's talking. And he's, his lines do not make sense, and he, he reads it in such a weird way. So it's like, you know everything I'm going to do because I know everything you are going to do. Strange, isn't it? <laughs> and it's like, what am I watching? <laughs> the only Sonic cartoon I remember watching is like the really original one. Which I wonder if, I think all of these are probably on YouTube, which is kind of cool. The one with like the PSAs at the end? Yeah. I liked the dramatic one that was more like the Archie comics. 
It had like Sally in it. That was animated yeah, a seeing, little better. I'm seeing those too, and I was like, I feel like I watched it, but I I don't remember. I like that they decided to have fun with a Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom's something I should watch more of every once in a while. They, yeah, the the later episodes. I think the I think they saw the writing on the wall that they were getting canceled either way, so they're like, ah, let's just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Fucking love the episode where Knuckles becomes the mayor. Yeah, that one's really smart. Um, I like. <laughs> the, there was a good one where like Sonic was afraid to swim, and uh, what was like they they asked him why he doesn't just take a class at the community center and you know they have swimming lessons. And he's like, well, there's a bunch of like kindergartners in there. And he's like, so? He's like, well, I'm afraid they'll just laugh at me. He's like, what? And Knuckles is like, well, okay, the first rule of kindergarten is you go in there and beat up the biggest guy you see in there, and then you'll be the, the one in charge. And then uh, Amy says, no, that's prison. And Knuckles says, only if you let it be. <laughs> and just, Knuckles has some really, really good lines. He does. Um, it's painful that they, they sort of mishandled the property because the potential started to shine through right about when it got canceled. Yeah, because I know some of the early episodes I watched were not great, but then... Well, I mean... Oh, well. I think what really sank him was the game. Um, yeah. I think they were banking on the game and the toys, and the toys were made by a terrible toy company that doesn't make good toys, and then the game... Both the games were objective garbage. Yeah, they... What do you get? You know, that's it's like sucks because all of that's out of their control. Uh, I, the people make writing and animating the show like they don't have. They're not gonna like pick who makes the toys, are they? Well, oh, not. I don't feel bad for the animators. I feel bad for like the whole thing as a whole. Oh sure. Because like I think the reality is, if they gave them enough time to make the game right, it might have actually turned out okay. Like I didn't realize it, but it was like a Wii U exclusive. Yeah. Which the dev team had never made a Wii U game before. Like, they were kind of hoping to work on like a, a PS4 game that would just run properly. But it's like, no, use this engine that we've never used before on this software, on this hardware that you've never used before. And also do it within a year and a half. It's like, great. <laughs> Not impossible. Totally. Oh, Sonic X is, I think, the thing you were talking Sonic about Sonic X. That's the worst one by far. Because I just, I just pulled up the f- episode one of it. And it started off with Big the Cat, and I was like, oh yeah, everyone's favorite Sonic character, Big the Cat. I love, um, they had Aaron Hansen do a Big the Cat rap for the, it was like part of the cross-promotion stuff for the, the new racing game coming out. And it was huh. it was actually kind of fun, because he does a good Big the Cat voice. And it was like, it was him freeform rapping, but it sounded like Big the Cat, like not sure what's going on, and he's just looking for his frog. It was actually kind There's of There's a lot of... The animation to this cartoon... Like, I'm watching the climactic opening, right? Or not climactic, but the, the big action opening. And Sonic's being shot at, and there's robots. And you can tell, like... They're cutting a lot of animation corners in certain parts. It just seems like they're missing a ton of frames. Yeah, and if you watch an episode from beginning to end... You'll notice a lot of shots are, like... There's still frames that are, like, sliding across the screen... Yeah, that's what it looked like when he was, like, jumping from car to car. And there's also a lot of audio stingers to, like, pad out time. So, like, a character will say something, and it's, like, guitar riff, and someone else will say something. It's, like, dun-dun. And then oh, really? someone will say something. It's guitar riff. And it's, like, 
uh, Johnny Test handled that better because there was a pacing to it. Mm-hmm. So even though there was annoying audio things, it was kind of part of the charm for a cheap show. With Sonic remember, X, it's like this is driving me insane. The thing with Johnny Test, uh, someone I remember someone talking about that. And I don't know if it was you, but like they only had like a handful of like stock sound effects they used, and they just used them over and over and over again. <laughs> and so if you watch an episode and like paying attention to that, you can be like. I'm going to count the amount of, like, wish noises that they make, and it's going to be a lot. I like, um, my brother got a, uh, an amp or a pedal or something, and he was able to perfectly make the musical, like, stings, or just, oh, really? drunk, drunk. <laughs> like, he was able to nail the Johnny Test generic sound, and nice. he was just, like, uh, me, <laughs> me and his wife were talking, and, like, in between our sentences, he would just, like, riff real quick. And it was really funny because <laughs> he was nailing that style. It's really bizarre when you put like a, a flashlight on it or a spotlight. Why would? Why does Tails have a missile, but there's just rings inside the missile? He just shoots it at Sonic. Why? Well, I don't know why I'm watching this, but it's <laughs> there's a still image for a really long time. So okay, we got we got a couple minutes still to kill. I want to go back to the idea of writing prompts. We okay. should write a Sonic fanfiction using one of these terrible prompt ideas. Okay. Um, I will hit plot ideas generator. I will click here to generate a compelling plot. Let's see. A dog over... No. A dog lover has limited time to travel back in time and fix history. The situation is complicated by a long-lost relative. Okay. Well... Since the Sonic characters are all anthropomorphic animals for the most part, is this is this dog lover like a person who loves dogs as in romantic love or or pet dogs? Are there are there pet animals in Sonic? Yeah. Okay, what if the dog lover is literally like a dog Juliet? Like like from Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. And Romeo Okay, Romeo's from a different time. Okay. Okay, this is like Sonic and the the uh, the Sacred Rings, where he goes back in time and he's like a knight. No, Sonic and the Black Knight, where he goes back in time and it's like a fairy tale. Okay, so Sonic goes back in time and it's fairy tale, and there's there's at least one dog named Juliet. Is is are they are they two different animals? Or are they two different kinds of dogs that are fighting? Let's just say they're two different types of dogs. Okay. Um. So this is this is stupid enough that I picture it in my mind, and it's like, oh no, it's going to print next week. <laughs> well, the, my my concern is that I'm just going to like accidentally just follow the plot to Romeo and Juliet and not actually do any work. This is a stupid one. You want to pick a next one? Um. Yeah. Let me let me go back to random plots where they go. Quick plot generator. Resource limit is reached. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's. That's stupid. <laughs> okay. Okay. Random plot generator. Okay, got main character. Wait, what the fuck? Why does it keep saying a woman in her late 20s? Why is it always the main character on this website? Because they know what sells. Okay, let's go to random first line prompts. Let's, oh, resource. Okay, so never mind. This website's just like down now. <laughs> okay, I'll pick a different one then. <laughs> I wonder if there's, um. okay, first line generator. Let's try that. 
It was a hot, sunny evening in August when the goose started to lay golden eggs. Ooh. So Sonic and the goose with the golden eggs. I feel like Tails should find the, the, the goose. And My bring first the goose thought home. was that the goose is a robot. And the golden okay, so eggs are like a power source. So should it... I mean, it'd be kind of funny if, like, if it was like Sonic Boom Logic, so Knuckles brings it home, and like, yes. look, I found this goose, and yes. then it's like Sonic and Knuckles. That's that's a Doctor Eggman robot. Like, Robotnik built that, and it's probably spying us. He's like, no, it's my new pet goose. I've named him Flamingo, and and then he's like, I'm gonna take care of Flamingo. Look, he's giving me golden eggs, and then the eggs are literally just like, um, like audio visual devices, and they're just like scattering them around like the Easter Bunny or whatever, so Eggman can. <laughs> spy on everybody and he's just like in his you know his home base just like doing the I, hand thing and t- laughing in his two I just had this mental image of Knuckles hiding the eggs but he's dressed like Santa Claus yes <laughs> he's hiding golden eggs for people because he thinks it's whatever the version of Easter is he's like people are going to be so happy they're getting real golden eggs because he's just he's such a nice guy <laughs> I'm sorry this this offers like this is actually like an episode of Sonic Boom. I really like it. <laughs> I can see it so clearly. And then you know what would happen is they would start talking. Everybody would have these eggs right in, and so Robotnik's hearing everything. But they would just be talking shit about him, and then he would be getting really, really upset because no one likes him. He's like, I thought everyone loved me, but I don't. I mean, I don't, I hope they don't. I want them to fear me, but I was kind of hoping they at least respected me. And so then his two robots or at least my wardrobe. Out. Yeah, and my mustache. So his two robot lackeys sneak out, and we're like, we're gonna try to make people like Robotnik more, <laughs> to make him feel better. And so they dress up as, like, I don't know, like, 90s rap characters or something. Just have, like, gold chains. And they're just trying to, like, make make music about Robotnik, and be like, hey, guys, have you heard that great thing about Dr. Robotnik? And they're just like, no, he's horrible. <laughs> One of the robots is gonna say, hold on a second. And, like, his his robot arm will, like, extend out and grab a chair, like, from someone's house and pull it all the way over and then turn it around backwards so he can sit on it and go, let's rap. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things, the A-plot and the B-plot are completely divorced from each other because the Sonic and, and Amy and, 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 no, Sonic, is it Sticks? Yeah, the, it sticks. They're just trying to convince Knuckles that like the, 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 the goose is literally a bad thing, and they need to get rid of it. And he's just like, well, I've already given everybody my presents, because I am Santa Claus now. And no one will know how to respond to that, because it's so stupid. I have this mental image of uh, of Robotnik going to town, and then like passively aggressive, like having these like weird remarks that he, he knows what people said about him. Yeah, <laughs> he'll just like walk in with a big blue tie, and it's like, well, "What about blue? Do you like blue ties?" <laughs> you know, what would be funny is if they, the conflicts come together because Robotnik's like, "I'm gonna go get all the eggs" because he knows where they're at because he's got them on GPS. He's like, "I'm just, I can't do this anymore. I have to steal the eggs." And then Knuckles notices he's stealing the eggs from people. It's like we have to stop Robotnik. <laughs> he's stealing the golden eggs. There'll be a whole like how the Grinch stole Christmas sequence where he's like, he's like sliding around on the carpet and. <laughs> and he, it just like it just turns into that ending. <laughs> I think we just wrote like a legitimately good episode of Sonic Boom. I think we could take this this outline and we could make eleven minutes out of it. I yeah. See, this is this is the beauty of Sonic Boom. I feel like the characters are just 
themselves enough where they're easy to work with. Uh, well, this is the beauty of our friendship, because I don't think anyone else would appreciate Sonic Boom as much as you do, Chad. Aw, I'm glad you introduced me to Sonic Boom. I'm glad you invented it, to tell the truth. What was the other thing? Though... There was another episode that really made me laugh. I know people like to bring up the one with like that Sonic fan. But there was another one I thought was really smart. Well, there's the one where they have like a fan club for Shadow the Hedgehog or Bonnie oh, the Evil People. That's that what, one's really funny. No, what was funny was how like he was trying to make a Legion of Doom, but it's like he just like fan drivels over Shadow. But yeah. what was great was how Shadow was so cartoonishly disinterested. Where he would, it, like, they'd pull a chair up for him. He's like, hm, I'll stand. And like, he's so cool! And it was like, he, he was so not a character. And that was brilliant. Because they also, they hyped up the episode. I remember commercials, like, next week on Sonic Boom, Shadow the Hedgehog shows up. And, oh, really? And it was like, they, they did not let out the, the gag that he was going to be, like, a parody of himself. That's great. That was great. Have you watched um Star Wars Rebels? No. Have you watched Star Wars Resistance? No. Did you watch um all the, the toy reveals for Force Friday? If I watch a Star Wars thing that'll make Jean-Luc happy, and I'm, I can't have that in my life, Cameron. So, Resistance is really bad. And when I say that, I mean I haven't actually watched one. <laughs> specifically the art is just so hard to look at i haven't bothered and i forgot about it because it, it wasn't advertised well now there's a shame here in that there's important story beats and characters that are literally going to show up in the next movie oh really yeah <laughs> like have you seen that golden um stormtrooper like it kind of looks like phasma but it's gold i have not have you seen the red stormtroopers no so those are on the poster People are like, they saw the poster and like, whoa, what's the Red Stormtrooper? And then like the one person that watched Resistance is like, oh, those have been in there since season one. And then he corrected his glasses and went, Ugh. So I asked John Luke if Star Wars Resistance is bad and he said, no, it's good. It's just aggressively for kids. That too. But I don't even know what the artwork looks like. I, I, really, I really loathe Resistance. the art design because it, it's also confusing. I think it looks kind of bad. But it's, it's, it feels it's well. It's yeah, like they're they're all weird. they're all like ace pilots, but they dress in these colored uniforms that I I legitimately thought that they were like NASCAR drivers, like I thought this is like a pod racing circuit or something. They don't look like Star Wars characters. No, but it's like they have X wing fighters and stuff, and it's like, oh really? Because it just it doesn't look that great, and it's like. I feel bad that the art detracts from it because I've heard people bring up that there's actually interesting stuff in the story. But even the people said, that defend it were like, yeah, but I, I can't watch it anymore. It's done. You said the visuals are fucking gorgeous, though. It has some serious sick ship designs. Well, okay, the designs are interesting. I just don't like how the characters are rendered because their faces are so, like, blurry. I don't like... I don't... I don't like the aesthetic at all. I feel like I'm, I'm being or unfairly mean to it, but there are criticisms that I've heard. I don't, well, it reminds me of something, and I don't know what. Um, you whatever know, it, rem it reminds, reminds me of, I don't like. It reminds me of like the the new um, Voltron. Like it's this feels like something that would show up on Netflix. It almost kind of reminds me of like Code Lyoko. 
but not when they're in the in the game, like outside the game. And, and that's see, not I'm, right because it looks nothing like Code Lyoko. So just, yeah, I don't know why I thought I'm, that. So I'm watching the season two trailer, and it's a lot darker, and it's easier to see things. Hmm. And it's like, oh, this is actually a lot more interesting than season one looked. Oh, also they go to Disney. They go to Disneyland that that planet. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, see, actually, <laughs> this there's this one shot. I wonder if I can just send you the picture. So I want to do a quick writing prompt for Star Wars fan fiction. Okay. If this stupid picture would crop real quick. I have so much silence to edit out this week. I'm sorry. Um. Okay, let me see. Oh, wow, this is very dark. But I love how... I love the look of the shine, like the CGI cell shading stuff. Sure. There's actually yeah. interesting things, so it's weird how hit and miss it is. Okay. So I'm looking at this picture. We're going to do a Star Wars prompt? Or... So, I'm sorry. Okay. This is a great prompt. A manager has 24 hours or cycles to play poker and win the worst restaurant ever. The plot is brought to a close by the discovery of the missing papers. Okay. This could take place in Disneyland on planet Batu. <laughs> Batu brought to you by... Bought to you, bought, brought to, bought to you. There's a, there's a joke there. No, there isn't. I you killed I, it. I missed it. It's no, dead I, I want to bring it back to life. Oh, let's do the, 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 the Frankenstein that joke. It's dead. Okay, where do, where do we want to start with this? Because I, I, I don't know anything about Star Wars Rebels. So, uh, on planet Batu, uh, someone has a, a restaurant and they have to win, um. That poker game. What's it called? Poker. No. It's a Star Wars one. Is it a Star Wars poker game? Yes! How do you... Now, I'm drunk. What's your excuse? I'm not a nerd. StarWarsPoker.Google.com Sabak. Oh, that's what they were playing in the Solo game movie. Solo, right? a Star Wars story. Yeah. They played Sabak twice in that movie, and you didn't remember they, well, it. I don't know. I, I kind of just thought it was like... Regular cards, I didn't realize it was its own. Yeah, I suppose in a galaxy far, far away, they wouldn't have poker. They do have ducks, though. They have ducks? Yeah. In, um, like quack, quack in, ducks? Yeah, in A New Hope, there's a part where, um, like, they talk about, with the shield generators down, they'd be sitting ducks. And it destroyed the lore and the canon, because now it means ducks exist in space, I guess. Great job, George Lucas. Huh. So in the prequels on Planet Naboo... There's a scene where a bunch of ducks are flying out of the water, <laughs> and that was like a nod <laughs> to like like I, I heard you guys complaining about the ducks, so I made the ducks canon. <laughs> I didn't read any of your fan fiction books, but I, I got the duck thing in. That's actually really funny. Yeah, isn't it? That makes me like the prequels a little bit more. So, anyways, the plot is brought to a close by the discovery of the missing space holocron. There, we did it. Okay. <laughs> I love how eager you are to be done with this one. I I, I just I assume that appropriate people fall in love. The bad guy is thwarted, and the day is saved thanks to a white male. The Star Wars Rebels. Um, I <laughs> I love I love that Patton Oswalt joke. Um, do you remember that bit he did about like if he could go back in time and meet George Lucas? Yeah, or, or rather, like if it was like before the prequels were made, if he if he met George Lucas, how how weird it would be if George told him about the prequels. 
Yeah, yeah, I do remember that bat, bit. And he's like, "You want to? You're going to find out about about Annika." And it turns out he's he's, he's just a little boy who's sad. He's like, "Oh, like, yeah, but, yeah, that's kind of neat." He's like, he's like, "Oh, well, that, that's just that's just the first movie that, that and the second one, oh, you, you know, Boba Fett." He's like, "I was like, oh yeah, he's cool." He's like, "Yeah, well, in in the next one, uh, Boba Fett, he's he's a little boy and he's he's very sad." Yeah, <laughs> sees like, his dad oh, okay, die. Yeah. He's sad. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I like that he plays a char- character in My Little Pony. Oh, does he? Yeah, he plays a. I he he he's someone like obsessed with daring do. So he's like a fanboy character. Oh, sweet. He's also got he's <laughs> also got like a family. I think that's great, dude. I love that. Yeah, he, he he's pretty funny the first time because Rainbow Dash is trying to tell him things, and he's just like, "That's stupid. That can't be real." But it's like it technically is real because we've confirmed that daring do is an actual, you know, character that those are her actual adventures and she just writes them down like an autobiography, which I didn't like, but that's stupid. It, it kind of, yeah, I thought, I thought that was pretty stupid, but in a different episode, he's, he's dating a different pony and she's got like a daughter that's into buckball. And so he's trying to learn how to appreciate sports so he can connect with the daughter, but it's really hard for him because he's just like, I just want to read the book. I really, and it was actually kind uh, of charming. I wish that, okay, this is my version of daring do. Uh, Rainbow Dash should be so like enthralled with the books that she wants to meet the author, so she tracks down the author, and it turns out the author, um, it's just that's like a pen name, and her real name is Mary Sue, <laughs> and she's just like this like fat loser that like wishes she would go on adventures, and the whole episode is about like Rainbow Dash trying to get her to leave her house and actually do something. I like the other idea where Rainbow Dash is so stupid that she thinks all of this is real and she's going to be the next Daring Do and go on the Daring Do adventures and then just like tries to raid um, artifacts out of out of lost civilizations or whatever and then people just get really pissed off because she's like robbing museums. Yeah, actually, I, I prefer that too. <laughs> Did you see Grown Up Twilight yet? No, I'm I'm a few episodes behind. She looks awful. I hate it. I don't... The, the site I used to watch the episodes, like, it, it, it was, like, a month or two behind, and now I've, all of them are uploaded. So I have some catching up to do. It's like, it, it looks like fan art, where the fan is lazy. I think that's I'm the on, best way I can put it. I'm on Dragon Draft, I'm on episode 19. The, the, the previous one I watched, Fluttershy and Angel ended up swapping bodies to learn what it's like to be the other. That's pretty high. And so... Angel finally got to like be a character that could talk, and I I feel like they it was they it was just a it was a good idea, but they completely botched the like the execution. Like it was really uninteresting, and and it, he it just seemed like kind of like a more obnoxious Fluttershy. Like it, it he didn't feel like he was his own character at all, which he does when he's a bunny. And I I, I feel like they didn't make the that transfer correct. It was it was weird. Yeah, but. I, again, it sounds like an idea someone had, and then someone else said, yeah, just run with it. So this picture you sent me, I have a feeling... Do you know how this takes place in the episode? Um, No, I've seen like random clips out of sequence. Okay, because I'm wondering if this is like Spike having a mental adventure and it's not real. That's what it kind of looks like, doesn't it? Because... Like, he, he, this this drawing of Spike I've seen once before in a different season where he like this is how he visualized himself like saving Rarity and he looked like this. Yeah, where he's like overly heroic with a big chin and yeah, it's it, yeah it's kind of unlikely that he would actually look like that. 
I, I fucking hope not, because otherwise, yeah, that is very bad. Um, did you ever listen to... You, you like Jenny Nicholson, right? Yeah, I've been watching her videos a bit lately. Now, did you watch the one where she addresses the Applejack problem? No. This is going to be my glad space. Um, she... It, well, there was a time where some emails leaked from Hasbro. And some of the emails were talking about My Little Pony, and specifically... Uh, when it's time to reboot the franchise, like what can they do to fix it? And like con- they're consulting certain like data about the current characters and everything. And one of the problems is that the least popular character is Applejack. And they determined that the reason that she's the least popular is because she's the least relatable. Because most of the people that watch My Little Pony are not farmers. And like that's her only thing. Yeah, she's she's definitely the most like one track character of all of them. Thank you for not saying one trick pony. Oh fuck. Um, I, w- I want to do over. Okay. She's definitely the most one trick pony of all of them. Whoa! You know what that that calls for? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for putting up with my bullshit. So. They were talking about, like, how could we fix Applejack? Like, and this is just like, this wasn't a literal business meeting that these are the plans they're going to act on. It kind of got blown out of proportion. But some of the thoughts were like, what if she's not a farmer anymore? Like, what if she got a job in town and had to find other interests? Or what if she just didn't have a hat? And that upset (laughs) a lot of people. And so there's a lot of debate at the time of Jenny's video about, like, of course Applejack should have a hat fuck you people and it's just like a lot of impassioned fans so jenny talked about how she would reboot the the franchise for the next gen and like how do you take what kind of works but really you want to make it new and also what jenny understands is that this has to be a toy thing Mm -hmm. so she actually sets up clever like toy inserts for like every character where she points out like this is how the toy set would go and it's like she presents it in a way where this is actually very viable, and I hope people are listening. I'll have to watch that. That sounds um, pretty good. It is interesting because, it, especially after how, like, I, I want to say in most versions of My Little Pony, the characters are not very deep. And so no. after this most recent one, the characters have enough depth that it's kind of interesting. And the mm-hmm. idea of having to reinvent them, it almost seems scary. But in reality, it's like, no, this would work. And I, I really like what, what some of Jenny's ideas So I feel like the easiest way to fix Applejack is to give her a hobby that doesn't involve apples. Ah! Uh, you mean in addition to her hobby of apples? Yeah, like, like she's got her job, she's got her family, because like, those are her two big important things. But she doesn't have much else other than that. And I feel like, the, like her, her rivalry with Rainbow Dash is fine, but you can't do more than a couple episodes on that before it gets old. And I feel like she just doesn't have enough. Like she, she needs a hobby, and I think every once in a while, it's like she was almost a singer, like a country singer. I think she played a guitar at one point. So it's like there's clearly ways they could go. It's just they never really do it. Do you remember that episode where um, Pinky kind of disappeared and they're looking for her? So they went to her house and they found like all of her records, and they realized how much yeah. work she puts into party planning. Mm-hmm. I would love like a secret episode where Applejack disappeared or something, and then they find her in the basement and she's like on a computer and she's like playing Pony Second Life all day. That'd be really funny. That would be funny. 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> she's like she's targeting like impressionable young fillies and I'm like Applejack, we gotta talk. Um <laughs> My Glad Space time. If you'd like to go. My Glad Space is Just real quick, um on YouTube just look up the Applejack problem and Jenny's video should Hooray. Okay. Why oh man, I feel like I had a couple of things I could pick from and I think I think the my favorite one of my favorite things this week that we did was when we played Dungeons and Dragons. Because I swear to God, we laughed just nonstop for like two fucking hours. <laughs> that was so goddamn fun. I loved like every minute of that. And I'm just like telling people what we're doing or what we did. And it's just like explaining D&D to people is evidently its own kind of dumb thing. Like no one really gives a shit. And so I'm just like, no, you don't understand. I was trying to pee on a giant crab because I'm a gnome, and then someone pushed me in the water, and then a crazy guy showed up and we broke his legs. Because, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a Cliff Notes version of what we did. And it's a lot less funny when you're not there. <laughs> but it was, it was really funny. <laughs> I like the cardinal directions you made up. <laughs> I was literally, I was Googling, like, to get custom printed compasses with, like, that on the backing. Oh, God. I would love That'd that. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Dorf, it was a Dorf Mert feast in something that started with a G. Gek. Guest. <laughs> yeah, guest. I gotta. I, I'm gonna write down a more permanent copy of that and put it on the map. <laughs> I like. Well, Joe's a mnemonic device is don't make frogs gay, and that's how I remember what they are. And then actually, it works. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like Alex Jones when I say that, but so yeah, and I and I love how quickly you guys like I that was a throwaway gag of mine, but immediately mm-hmm. like Kyle said, so we have to go Dorth Guest to to reach the location, and then immediately Joe's like arguing back, he's like like no, we're going Mert and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, seamlessly, and it's like oh, I guess we're gonna be doing this now. <laughs> I took a screenshot of that and posted it on my Facebook. I was just like, my DM is a dick. <laughs> and the people who play Dungeons and Dragons like thought that was really funny. And the people who don't know what I'm talking about are just like, what are, what are these things? What, what the fuck is this? Is that a compass? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we have a good time. I think so. I hope we keep going. I Honestly... <laughs> I was worried when you guys are like just willingly walking into the water to like <laughs> throw the gnome in because it's mm-hmm. like I don't want to deal with you having to make another character. Yeah, they wanted they were really disinterested when I was in danger or wanted to be in danger, and it's like, come on, guys, <laughs> what did I do to you? I think he was upset about the death cult thing. I don't know. I thought that was a, a perfectly fine idea. We, if we convince everybody to kill themselves, we can steal their stuff. I love how there was that one like really flammable lady. Yeah. And just kinda acknowledged that like, yeah, that happened. We're moving on. <laughs> like my brother's playing a chaotic good paladin and so it's like I don't kill him, but I break both his legs. And then we drag him back to town by his broken legs. <laughs> That's one of those things where if I was an artist, I would I would be drawing these things because it would this is really funny to picture. Nothing's stopping you. Oh, I'm I gotta go paint a house. That's true. That's stopping you. 
Yeah. Dude, in your bedroom, you can paint a mural of our adventures. That would be weird. I'm not going to do that. It would be funny until I think about it for more than two seconds. I want a van with the, like, cliche, like, wizard airbrush painting on the side. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't like driving vans. They're too big. Yeah, I don't actually like vans. I refuse to drive our work van. Like, hey, Chad, can you take the van? No. It's too big. I can't tell where I am on the road. (laughs) Scary. Do we, uh, do we want to wrap it up then? We... Yeah, I'm looking at Sabat cards, and it's weird. They they do sell official Sabat cards at Disneyland, but I found an Etsy shop, and it's like, if these are actual, like, legit cards, this is a pretty good savings, and I kind of like how they look. But I can't tell what the material is. It's a little weird. Hmm. I gotta look uh, up the rules, too. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Sabak Star Wars. I probably spelled it wrong. I did. It, well, it was really two C's. Well, that would be logical. Oh, that's stupid. What's your favorite um, Star Trek crossover? Don't. Okay. Mi- multiple, How many are there? Multiple choice. I'm going to give you X-Men, Doctor Who, and Transformers. Of the three of those, the X-Men one is the only one that sounds like maybe exist, which is stupid because that one can't exist because that doesn't make any sense. No, those three are my three favorites. All of those exist. So what's great with the Star Trek one is that Professor X and uh, Picard, like, really get along. And it's kind of funny that they're both played by the same actor later. Um, And there's a part where the Borg fuse the Sentinels. So they're, they're Sentinels that are immune to Phaser and Mutant. Um... I what think there's a cartoon is this? What? Is this like a cartoon? No, this is a comic and a novel series. Oh, okay. I forgot that comic books exist. Now, the the Star Trek and Doctor Who was kind of interesting because um the Cybermen went over to the Star Trek universe and they they team up with the Borg. And it's interesting cuz they team up at first, but then they practically kill each other. And it's like, oh, well, problem solved. But then, like, one remained that fused. And it's like, okay, we can't let this one, like, replicate itself. Um, But there was a fun part where it's kind of, it was next generation. But there's a part where they're going through uh, Starfleet records. And it's like, wait, there's a mysterious uh, person that showed up in a telephone booth in, in our records. And then for the next issue, it went back to the original series and an older Doctor Who. Oh, that's kind of cool. And it was kind of clever. And it was, like, drawn different. I like that. Um, by far though, my favorite art style is the Star Trek and Transformers because it's the '80s style, um, Transformers, and it's the animated series Star Trek. So like, Mares is there, and the weird guy with three arms, and like the Transformers are fun and colorful. And there's a part where they they <laughs> they turn the Enterprise into a Transformer, and Kirk has to like pilot it. That's kind of cool. And it's like, what's funny is that this was on Red Letter Media where they were hypothetically saying the worst thing they could do is Picard, like, has to, like, fuse with the ship and then he uses the warp nacelles to, like, warp speed punch. And then it's like, oh, you guys, you missed the comic where they did that. (laughs) 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 Oh, we have fun. I bet there's, like, a, a Star Trek Predator then. Oh, you know, Predator crosses over with everything. Yeah, Predator's a whore. Um, Except to children. 
Because he's not a child predator. Uh, that's the one thing he doesn't do, huh? Yeah. Is predator the only species with morals in this galaxy? Come on, man. Are you looking up if there's a Star Wars, Star Trek predator crossover comic? <laughs> I, I'm finding fan art, but I, I forgot about this other one. There's Star Trek and Planet of the Apes. Which is delightful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you've brought more joy into my life, Chad. Thank you. I'm glad I could be there and help you. Well, I hope everyone has a good night. Star Trek The Next Generation slash Aliens crossover announced. This is back in 2016. So, that's cool. Oh, that's a 10 minute video. I don't fucking watch that. I don't care enough. Are we done? Should I, should I tell everybody goodbye? Yeah, good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Kisses, I love you. Whee!